I'm Dante DeCary, and I'm here with Jordan Kaiwet prior to the finale against the Tuareg of your Aglas. And Jordan, growing up in Louisiana, were you always a position player? Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously, I pitched a little bit, um, playing travel ball and whatnot, a little bit in high school. But for the most part, you know, uh, played either shortstop, third, or uh, catcher. I heard you were a pretty good catcher. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it just it's. It's tough on the body um, to be a catcher these days, and uh, I was always pretty good at third base too, so I kind of just made the transition whenever I went to college. Were you a pretty good defensive catcher? Did you have a good throw to second base? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Um, I'd say that's probably one of my that was one of my better assets of me catching was the, um, the arm. Were you one of the top players in your your district? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we had a lot of good guys, you know, a lot of good players, but, you know, um, I like to think I was, I was one of the better ones. In high school, did you play catcher and third, or was that it? Uh, no, my freshman year, um, I played third, and then from sophomore to senior, I played strictly catcher. Wow. Was that hard on the knees? Uh, yeah, but I mean, there's only, what, 30 games in a high school schedule, so I mean, it wasn't really that big of a deal then. Now we play 100 games, and I mean, that's a little bit different, so. What high school did you go to? Uh, Central Lafourche. And were you guys very good, or one of the bottom teams? Uh, we were, um, in our district, I mean, we were up there one or two every year, pretty much, and then um, playoffs. I mean, we made the playoffs every year too. So, I mean, we were—I mean, I would say we were good. Joined with Jordan Kaiwet, third baseman of the Ottawa Champions. How did you get recruited to Delgado Community College? Um, well, during the summers um, in high school, we—I played on a team that kind of played everywhere. You know, every played at every college in Louisiana on the weekends and whatnot. And um, that coach actually helped me out to get there. Who was the coach? Um, Joe Tutone. And did he help you with anything personally? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, to this day, I still go back and train with him in the offseason. And, uh, yeah, he just gives me a little tips and pointers here and there, you know, keep, keep me on my game. When you were at Delgado, did you have any dreams and hopes of potentially transferring to a D1 school? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, um, actually, I um, got an offer from a couple schools and decided I wasn't happy playing anymore. So uh, that's whenever I thought I was going to be done with baseball. But um, the fire got relit, and then I found independent ball. Just to refresh my memory, what's the big, big D1 school in the state of Louisiana? Uh, LSU. So was that one of your goals growing up and is that something that a lot of guys growing up in your state look to yeah i mean you could it's pretty safe to say that uh probably majority of the guys that play baseball in louisiana always dream of just going to lsu you know to play there and did you feel that at one point maybe it was high school or when you were younger that you would have maybe one day the opportunity obviously you didn't but did you feel that maybe that was one of your dreams uh yeah yeah um I mean, I feel like I had the talent. I mean, I, if you don't believe that you have the talent, then nobody else will. You know, you always got to believe in yourself first. I mean, um, but yeah, that's, I mean, that was obviously a goal of mine. At Delgado, how did you feel you played overall? Um, let's see. I played, 
I played pretty good. Um, there was obviously some things I could have worked on, but um, back then I wasn't um, as much in love with the game as I am now. And how did that love come to you? What what, what triggered it? Well, I quit after I went to Delgado, um, and I decided not to transfer anywhere. After that, I took some time off, um, you know, started working and everything, and then realized like, wow, you know, I should I could still be playing ball. And then whenever I got back into it, it just kind of re-triggered that love for the game. You're still pretty young, so what career path did you decide to take and where were you working? Uh, at the time, I was working for UPS. Um, stayed there for, you know, a couple weeks, whatever, months. And then um, that's whenever some tryouts came up and I decided to take, some, take my opportunity there. So. Is that when you realize that baseball is more of a fun job than working for UPS delivering mail and packages? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, I just realized that I was still young. You know, work is always going to be there. Um, so just continue to trace a dream until you know they tell me I can't anymore. You mentioned that you went to a couple of tryouts. Is that how you got to the Pecos League? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I signed with the Pecos League, um, played two years there, and then luckily we had a travel team in the American Association, and I got signed to the Texas Airhawks, and that's when they ended up trading me to Ottawa. Yesterday we interviewed Brian Portelli, who also played in the Pecos League. He had some pretty crazy stories to tell us about how you have to be your own ground screw, the fields aren't the nicest, the ball leaves in a hurry. What was that like for you playing in that league? Um, it was, it was kind of crazy, honestly, because, I mean, you have to drive yourself everywhere. You know, you, you got like he said, you got a on-field crew, like everything like that. Um, and all the por parks are definitely um, friendly hitter. Yeah. Well, well hitter friendly, should I say. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they got some good guys in that league. It's just um, it's tough to get out of if you don't have, you know, the right opportunity for you. Are you proud that you got out of that league and eventually signed now with Ottawa? Yeah, oh yeah, it was definitely um, a struggle to get out of there, to, to say the least. I mean, they got guys hitting over 400 in that league, and they don't, you know, they don't ever get the opportunity. So it's, you know, it's it's definitely a blessing. After your first season, did you look at potentially going to another league, like you did with the American Association and then the Can-Am League after your first season in the Pecos League? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously I, that's the goal to get out to get out of that league and get into a better one. But um, nothing came up, so I decided to go back. I decided to go back for one more year, and then um, nothing came out of that either. And then, like I said, um, luckily we had a travel um, travel team in the American Association, and that really gave me an opportunity to play in front of those coaches every day to where, you know, they could see your ability to play the game, not just look at the numbers. And that's how um, I got signed out of there. I've often heard players tell me, you go into a season saying, I'm just going to dominate. Did you ever have that mentality at one point in your career? I mean, you got to go in every day thinking that you're going to dominate the day, you know. Um, just like I said before, like if you don't have confidence in yourself, no one is going to be able to do that for you. And uh, this game, it'll it'll break you down mentally. If you don't have the confidence to to keep going, then you know you'll you'll be in a bind. Jordan with third baseman Jordan Kaiwetz. 
You went to played for a travel ball team. We've already talked about it briefly, but what was that grind like? Not having a home stadium and constantly living in a hotel. Yeah, that was uh, that was crazy. That was um, it was bad on the body, but I think for most of us, it was more of a mental thing. Because I mean, you're literally living out of a suitcase for we had a hundred road games. You know, you're living out of a suitcase every day. Every three, four days, you're on to a new town, new city, new park. Bus rides, the whole nine, so. How do you pack for a whole season in a suitcase? Like, are you wearing the same sets of clothes? Like, I mean, let's be honest, right? No, you just, I mean, I literally brought all the clothes I had and put it in two big suitcases. And uh, just kind of picked and choose, you know. Wow. And how do you, like, who does the laundry? You do it at the field and uh, showers just, and all that? No, you just got to you do your own, like, as far as clothes goes, yeah. you know, you just do it at the hotel. But as far as baseball stuff, I mean, they do it all at the yeah, field yeah, for yeah. us. But you're on your own for, you know, laundry. It was a blessing to disguise because you were signed by the Ottawa Champions after you were traded to the Texas Air Hogs. Was it Hal Lanier that found you? How did you get here? Um, actually, I'm not sure. I think... Um, Billy Martin at the time, he was the manager of the Texas Airhawks, and they um, they had a deal with the Chinese national team, and they brought in a bunch of Chinese national players, and then um, they had to get rid of some guys, a bunch of guys actually, and um, that's when he called me up and asked me uh, if I ever heard of Ottawa, so that's how I came here. Last year was your first season in the nation's capital, in Canada. How did you enjoy it? Uh, it's definitely different. Um, it's definitely different, but everyone here opens you, uh, welcomes you with open arms. So that's always, you know, a plus. Um, but yeah, I mean, I really enjoy the vibe here, so that's why I decided to come back. How about your uncle, who played in the NFL? Tell us about him. Um, yeah, well, he uh, he played quarterback at LSU. Um, I was real young, so I never really remember watching him playing. You know, so it's it's kind of tough, but. Um, yeah, I, I know he got inducted into the uh, LSU Hall of Fame as wow. well. So big time D1 school, ended up playing for the Saints. Is that how you fell in love with the Saints or just because you're from Louisiana? No, nah, that's just the hometown. <laughs> that's just the hometown team. I mean, you got to root for them. You know, even whenever they were bad growing up, you know, you just rooted for them. They won the Super Bowl 2010? 10, yeah, 2010. How pumped were you? Uh, yeah, I was, well, that was really exciting. I mean, because like I said before, they were bad growing up all my life, you know, never... Never really won anything, and then they won the Super Bowl, and it was just a big party in the whole state of Louisiana. All right, last thing for you that I'd like to leave off with is that you said on a questionnaire that you love duck hunting. Yeah. What's that like for someone that like myself and the, some of the fans here that really yeah. don't do it? Um, it's it's a good um, it's a good time to get to bond with some of your friends. You know, you got a couple buddies, and you're in a duck line, You know, and then um, you get to just hang out, and you know. Um, whenever the ducks come in, it's like a really quick adrenaline rush. You get what I'm saying? And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just fun shooting things. Have you ever hunted anything else or is it? Uh, I mean, I went deer hunting a few times, but it's kind of slow and you've got to be quiet and, you know, you can't move and it's not my cup of tea. Is the beard much bigger then than it is now? Uh, my guess is that you can grow a pretty nasty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it just depends. Most of the time, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you gotta you gotta hide, you gotta take cover and stuff. So it's better to keep it long. All right. Well, Jordan, thanks for doing this. Best of luck the rest of the season. Yep. Thank you. Appreciate it.